This is Story Quest. Today's story is The Dream Machine by Jacob. With a tremendous roar, a serpent rose out of the crashing waves. As tall as a skyscraper and as angry as a very hungry giant sea serpent, he slithered into the salty sea towards the little girl clinging to the deck of a sinking ship. But that bit of the story is coming up in a bit. It all starts with a wizard. So let's meet him. Mischief Mogradon was a wizard who lived in Atlantia. A rather lovely fairy tale sort of place. He ran a library of antiquity, which basically means he collected old things. Books and candlesticks and strange machines from the time when the elves had set up magical workshops many centuries ago. People could borrow these precious items and return them after a set amount of time. Most people thought he was a bit strange in his dusty brown gown and long white beard. In fact, some parents told their children to stay away from him altogether. Even for a magical realm, he was just, well, a bit too weird. Aragail wasn't told to stay away from mischief because, well, to put it simply, she didn't have any parents. She lived with a grumpy uncle in a rundown cottage on the tatty side of the village. It won't be a surprise to hear that she was picked on by the other kids because she'd never had new clothes and was so poor and whenever she wanted to join in their games they would laugh at her and call her names and chase her away brandishing sticks to poke her with. As our story starts, she's running away again, being called names again with the girls in pursuit. Where could she hide? They were gaining on her. She darted through a small alley and found herself in the quiet, winding, cobbly roads in a part of town she'd never been in before. The voices could still be heard, and she desperately looked around. Most of the shops were shut, but one door was ajar. Library of Antiquity, she whispered, never having seen it before. It would have to do. She gently opened the door, which tinkled, and then tiptoed in. It was dusty and smelled of old books and bits of horses for some reason. Mischief had been dozing on an elaborate leather chair and woke with a start. Oh, good gracious. A visitor? Welcome, young miss. Would you like to borrow anything from this library? She looked at all the treasures and books and her fingers settled on a little golden box. She felt drawn towards it. This is beautiful. That, my dear is our dream machine. Hold it in your hands and turn the dial and you will find yourself in the most beautiful dream world. When you wish to return, blink three times and you will awaken. A dream machine? Yes, crafted by the master magical elves five centuries ago. They're rarer than diamonds that is only one of three known to survive. May I borrow it? She asked breathlessly. All thoughts of the horrible girls had disappeared. She felt excited, and she never felt excited. Of course, you may keep it for ten days and nights, but be aware that the longer you stay in the dream world, the harder it is to leave. Aragail wasn't really listening. She thanked Mischief, and checking that the coast was clear, ran home with the little gold box in her hand. That night, she lay in bed and as instructed, held the box and gently turned the dial. She heard ticks and tocks getting louder and louder, and she felt herself becoming drowsy and sleepy, 
and then, rushing through mists, opened her eyes to find herself in a castle. Trumpets rang out a fanfare. Her Majesty has arrived, came a call, and she could hear cheers and applause. Looking down, Aragail saw that instead of her tatty, thin nightdress, she was resplendent. In a golden gown covered in precious stones, oh, she must be the queen. Tables full of food appeared in the mists, and the banquet began. And the food, oh my gosh, the food, was the best she'd ever tasted. Juicy chicken legs, crispy roast potatoes, buttery parsnips, and jugs and jugs of the coldest, fizziest lemonade. She got stuck in as the other guests toasted her, and minstrels played. It was amazing being queen, and she nearly didn't hear in the distance the sound of her alarm clock going off. Must be morning. She blinked three times and then appeared back in her own bed under the old patched up covers. Wow, what an adventure. Unlike most dreams, where it's kind of difficult to remember what happened, she could remember every single detail, and it was so real she had to double check that she wasn't in fact still wearing an amazing jeweled crown. She checked. She was, unfortunately, not. The next night, she hurried to bed early and turned the dial once more. There were ticks and tocks, and the mists sprung up. Now she was flying through the air, really flying, soaring in the bluest of skies with the winds dancing around. She laughed and gasped in exhilaration. She was like a bird. She found that she could dive and swoop or just let herself be carried on the gentle breeze. Hour after hour, she flew over glittering oceans and lust forests with the sun on her back. Oh, she was so happy. She was so happy that she didn't hear her alarm after all. And it was only when she heard the distant sound of a shouting voice that she quickly blinked and returned to the real world. A real world with a very angry uncle telling her she was going to be late for school. It wasn't the last time she would be late. She used the dream machine to conjure an amazing dream where she was riding unicorns and was so engrossed that her uncle had shouted at her once again and she'd had to run to school in disgrace. I shall be away on business for three days and nights and won't be able to check on you, so make sure you heed your alarm, he told her crossly. Aragail barely responded. She couldn't wait to return to the dream world, away from grumpy uncles and being poor and picked on. For days she hadn't needed to try to play with the others. She would come home as quickly as she could, the sooner to slip into a dream world. That night, in the realm of dreams, Aragail set to sea, to explore the strange lands at the end of the rainbow waves. She swam with diamond-covered dolphins and took a ride on a tiger through tall grass. She was not only late for school, but she had missed it altogether. With no one to wake her, the dream continued hour after hour. But something was changing. The rainbow waves were beginning to darken, and it began to rain. Thunder cracked, and Aragail staggered as the ship lurched. Then, what was that? Something was breaching in the waters, something big and black. A serpent, it was enormous and was snapping its jaws as it dived towards the ship. She could see the serpent's terrible fangs and blood-red eyes and it was swooping towards her hungrily. The ship that was beginning to creak and crumble as the wood began to snap and break. Aragail fell and began to slide towards the sea, black as oil and waves as high as a house. She couldn't swim. 
Aragail! She heard a distant voice in the distance. She had become so immersed in the dream that she had forgotten it wasn't the real world at all. Blinking quickly, the storm disappeared, and she woke in her bed. Her uncle was standing over her, furious. She must have been asleep for three days and nights. Needless to say, there was a whole lot of trouble. And what was worse was that it was time to return the dream machine. Although, in a funny way, she felt relieved. She had been so scared as the dream world turned into a nightmare. She slipped to the library after school and once again woke the slumbering wizard. She told him of all her adventures and how things had begun to go wrong. Dreams can wear thin. They're like a beautiful flute or flower, perfect for a while. And then, like everything, they will begin to decay. That's why I only permit the loan of the machine for ten days. Any longer, and there's the chance you would never come back to the real world at all. And the dream world can turn into a world of nightmares, as you have found. Oh, but it was so good to escape. My life is hard. I'm so poor, and I was so happy in the dreams. I know, child. But unlike dreams, life can get better the longer you live. I know, child. But unlike dreams, life can get better the longer you live. And if it's money that you're lacking, you could assist me in the library. Perhaps I could give you a few coins for your trouble. How amazing to get to sort and polish all these strange and interesting artifacts, to read the old books full of ancient charms and know that she might be able to afford to buy new things for herself and her uncle, even though he was still grumpy. Aragail smiled happily and gave the old wizard a big hug. It didn't matter if people thought he was strange. They would become good friends. And although Aragail had some other magical adventures thanks to Mischief and his artifacts, she never again turned the dial on the dream machine. Maybe her life had become a dream come true. Got an idea for a story? Tell us the title at funkidslive.com forward slash story quest and we could bring your story to life. For a new story each week, Make sure you hit subscribe or follow so you don't miss a single episode. And we're here with Jacob, who gave us the idea for the dream machine. Uh, Jacob, what put that story into your head? Why did you send us the dream machine? So I was listening to StoryQuest on the Yoso, and then I had this idea for, like, I just went to, I was reading my story before bed, and I just had this idea, like, what if you can make dreams come to life? If you could make a dream come to life, do you remember anything amazing that's happened while you've been sleeping that you'd like to see really happen? Uh, probably um, when I was like playing hide and seek from a wolf. I don't know. Would that, that would be like kind of terrifying in real life, right? Yeah, kind of. Like those are big. Those have snarling teeth. I mean, they would chase you down. Um, but still, it might be quite fun just to dive into. So the Dream Machine, that was the story that we made for you. Um, who was your favourite character in it? Um, probably the wizard. What did you like about our wizard? He was very old and very tired. If you were a wizard, would you be as grumbly as he was, do you think? Probably not. No, you've got magic, right? You can do what you want. I mean, it's the best. Yeah. You'd be much happier. What was your favourite moment in, in, in the story? Probably when she realised she's been through three whole days and three whole nights. 
just, just kind dreaming of the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> just on the story that we made for you, the Dream Machine, what would happen, mm-hmm. do you think, if there was a Dream Machine 2, a sequel? Um, I think probably, like, she sneaks in and steals it. But she tries again, but then she gets trapped in it. And then she has to try and get out. Yeah, stuck in this dream world for way longer than three whole days. Well, maybe we'll write that for you in the future. Uh, Jacob, thank you so much for sending your idea to us. Thank you. Got an idea for a story? Tell us the title at funkidslive.com forward slash story quest and we could bring your story to life. For a new story each week, make sure you hit subscribe or follow so you don't miss a single episode.